Let me just say that of the five stages of grief, acceptance isn't one I enjoy. You are Locked On Trojans, your daily podcast on the USC Trojans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, fight on, everyone. I'm your host, Mark Culkin, and thank you for making Locked on USC your first listen every day. Whether you're watching the show on YouTube or wherever you're going to download your podcast, this show is free. I appreciate your support. Show your appreciation. It means a lot to the show. If you're watching on YouTube, do me a favor. Become a subscriber. It's quick. It's easy. It's free. Click the red subscribe button. When you see this, the thumbs up, smash it. And make sure you click that bell notification button. That way you will not miss an episode, including these post-game reactions, which they're coming. We're almost there. Got one more regular season game to go. Quote, we got to continue to address some of the areas within the program, within the roster, that we've got to be better. We realize that. But kind of been the theme of the last several weeks is we're not that far off. I mean, we're not. End quote. That's Lincoln Riley. He's starting to sound a little bit like a broken record after every game. USC lost to Oregon 36 to 27. And uh, that would make it four out of their last five games that USC has lost this season. That's right. USC is sitting at seven and four. Conference championship game, out. Playoffs, out. Heisman Trophy, out. Coach, you are that far off. I, I, You can say it after every game. Maybe you see things differently. You're in the locker room. You've got your finger on the pulse of the team more so than anybody else. You watch them practice. The media doesn't get to. All we get to see is what you put on the field. And you are that far away. You are not close. Sorry. No more coach speak. It's the end of the year. We can drop it. When the game started, it literally looked like it was going to be a blowout. I mean, Oregon's first two possessions. I don't know how many of you are old enough to remember the old TV game show called Name That Tune, where you would listen, you would hear like, you would see how fast you could name a song. Oregon was naming their tune in two plays. That was on their first drive. The second drive, USC's defense got better. It took Oregon three plays to score a touchdown. Lincoln Riley said after the game, we made the change defensively because that wasn't going the direction we wanted to go. Your pass defense is still not going the direction you want to go. You know, you talk about said how the, the offense and the defense haven't been able to have the surge at the same time. And that, you know, the excuses were really flowing after the game. And I don't know if they're excuses. And they come off as sounding like excuses. But, you know, I think it is fair to let everybody know that USC was playing very shorthanded, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, he did say, make the comment that, you know, there was probably some players playing tonight at 70%. Okay, whatever. Look, it's the end of the year. Very few teams have players playing at 100%, 80%, 90%. 
90%. Everybody's playing a little bit dinged up. So uh, I, I guess I would, if I was Lincoln Riley, and I'm not, I would probably stay away from the, uh, from the answers that sound like you're making excuses. And look, it's not like this team didn't have the chance to pull off the upset tonight. They did. There was plenty of opportunity there. You know, I mentioned they were shorthanded on defense. They were playing without Eric Gentry. Uh, Jalen Smith wasn't available. Uh, by the end of the game, I mean, you had Makai Lemon playing cornerback. Prophet Brown was out there a lot of the time. And Damani Jackson playing the other cornerback spot. And God bless Max Williams and his heart and his fight on spirit. But he is just, he does not have the size to play against tight ends. He just, he just doesn't. And the fact that USC's defense is constantly putting him in the position to have to guard a guy who is six to eight inches taller than him and weighs a good 70 pounds more, it's, it's just not a good battle. It's just not a good matchup. I mentioned the Ducks used big plays in the first half to score. In the second half, you know, it it's almost like they said, all right, well, let's let's see how how fast we can take USC's heart. They opened the second half scoring with a 12 play drive, 85 yards, and a touchdown. And again, the secondary was lost. The, the Oregon wide receiver was literally on bended knee waiting for the ball to come to him in the front of the end zone. And all I can visualize is a linebacker, I believe it was Mason Cobb, with his back, you know, to the quarterback facing, and Kalen Bullock really late coming over from the other side of the field in the back of the end zone. I, I think that's when the season might have ended, you know, Trojans were down by 15 points. They go for it on a fourth and three, and they couldn't even get the ball snapped. And that was after a timeout, which they actually had no, excuse me, which they took a delay of penalty. And I'm, I'm a little bit lost my thought. I'm just doing this off the cuff right now. It's late, and I'm, I'm kind of stuck on Lincoln Riley's late play calling, why USC is always snapping the ball with less than 10 seconds to go in the play clock, usually five seconds or less, which gives the defense a chance just to pin their ears back, time the play, get after Caleb, who was constantly running for his life. Wasn't the best game by the offensive line. But again, late play calls, late ball snap. The defense can see the play clock in front of them. Five, four, three, two. Here comes Caleb's snap or the clap. Go. It's like I've said it before throughout the throughout the season, and it just doesn't get any better. <clears throat> so I I try not to be frustrated. In fact, I came after this game, I wasn't really upset because I anticipated the loss. I was actually mildly surprised that USC was in the game, finger quotes, as late as they were. 
I mean, the final score was 36 to 29, excuse me, 36 to 27. They lost by nine. Oregon had the number one scoring offense in the country. So USC held them, what, 11 points below the scoring average? So I guess you you don't want to take the moral victory, but you say, hey, USC's defense played better without Alex Grinch as the defensive coordinator. So Trojans, I said they had to show some pride going into this game. I think they did. They could have rolled over, especially when Oregon's offense was getting off early and often. USC settled in. They didn't let the environment get to them. And they found themselves in the game long enough to the offense was able to find itself. Who knows? Maybe if they score in the third quarter, which has been another issue for this team, they're not finding themselves on the wrong end of the scoreboard again. Passion, drive, and patience. That's what brings home the winning trophy. It's also what hope what's also it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're in the speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need and the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive with eBay Motors. At ebaymotors.com, eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. <clears throat> the college football season is here, and this season, Locked On is kicking up our coverage. Every Friday, Locked On will go live from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On College YouTube channel. Locked On College Football Live will cover the college football playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, and they're going to go in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On hosts, including covering their team every day. You can find the Locked On College Football Live every Friday from, 11, from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You're not going to want to miss it. Again, folks, I apologize. It is very late. It is early in the morning, Sunday, 2.30 here in Arizona. If you notice, I didn't make the road trip. So I do apologize for the mumble mouth. I will get through this to the best of our ability. So let's continue. USC. Um, had some penalties. Lack of discipline. Again, story that's 
been the story of their season. <clears throat> and I really don't think you should anticipate much more changing uh, going into their final game of the year against UCLA. Which I guess if we're looking for a positive, UCLA lost uh, as well. Notre Dame didn't play. So both USC and UCLA will be heading into their rivalry week coming off of a loss. USC, two losses in a row. I mentioned the USC secondary was playing undermanned and uh, shorthanded during its rotation. Pretty much, it was Domani Jackson. You had Christian Roland Wallace, who was a game-time decision. And I think that's who Lincoln Riley was really alluding to as far as playing 70%. Um, you had Prophet Brown that was in there. I mentioned Max Williams, Caleb Bullock. Christian Pierce got in the game late. You saw a little bit of Makai Lemon playing cornerback. That's where we're at this time of year. And as much as we love to lean on Caleb Williams, Oregon's quarterback, Bo Nix, had a pretty good game. And when you're not running for your life, you're not feeling any pressure, you're going to be able to stand back there, throw, you know, at least attempt 29 passes. You're going to complete 22 of them for over 400 yards and four touchdowns without an, without an interception. In fact, Oregon didn't turn the ball over. They almost did. But you remember how the ball bounced to USC last year? The ball was literally bouncing away from USC this year. There was a chance during the game where it was kind of teetering. USC, was they're in the game, and if the defense could just create a turnover, get the ball back, maybe they can create some momentum. Well, Oregon fumbled the ball at the mesh point, but instead of the ball bouncing to a USC player, it hit somebody and bounced right back up into an Oregon player's hands. They recovered the ball. They would eventually go on to score. So that's kind of how things went. It was just that it's that it's been that type of season for USC. And when they're not creating turnovers, they're, you know, they're having penalties. There was one penalty during the game, and I'm not really harping on the on the on the officiating because it, it it's the Pac-12. But Mesa Murphy got called for a holding call that was not a holding call, and it brought back a Marshawn Lloyd first down run. And all of a sudden, now you're playing behind the sticks, and it killed these. It basically killed the drive, stalled out. Next time Oregon got the ball, they scored. It's those types of things. <clears throat> so it's not like Caleb had a bad game, but again, if you're looking at stats, Bo Nix had a really good game. He's going up against the USC secondary. Give you some numbers here quickly. It wasn't good. Ugh, I hate reading these stats, but we got to do it. USC's defense gave up 552 yards, 412 of that through the air. So we thought that Oregon was going to be able to run like crazy. Well, let's give a little bit of credit to USC's new defensive front. Four-man front. Been calling for that, haven't I? They held Oregon to only 140 rushing yards. But once again, USC's edge could not contain. And whenever Oregon needed to get yards on the ground, 
It was either run to the right or run to the left. It didn't matter. They were going to get around the edge. No more. Again, this was another game where USC didn't create any sacks. That's got to be what their fourth game in a row. Wasn't good. As far as Caleb Williams' numbers, 19 for 34, um, 291 yards, 56% completion rate. Not a bad game, but again, when your opponent's going, you know, 20, I think it overall was 23 for 31, 412 yards, four touchdowns. He completed 74% of his passes. So, uh, the bright spot for USC at wide receiver this year has been Taj Washington. Four catches, 82 yards, um, which he led the receivers as far as yardage goes. Big 59-yard catch downfield. Brennan Rice, he had five catches for 81 yards and a touchdown. The only uh, passing touchdown for USC. Their other uh, four, excuse me, the other three, Touchdowns came on the ground, one from Caleb, one from Austin Jones, and one from Marshawn Lloyd. USC is a team rushing 73 yards. So I, I don't know if it was the it was the play calling, the lack of discipline to stay with the run. But I gotta tell you, the thing that's really getting on my nerves, and I know Lincoln Riley likes to diagnose the plays and Great mismatches, but how many times are you going to snap the ball with under 10 seconds on the play clock and usually more less than five seconds? And what that leads to is you're draining the clock. A couple of times you're calling timeouts so you get the play off in time. You don't take a penalty, and then you don't have timeouts at the end of the game. You Got to learn how to manage your time better, Lincoln Riley. I'm sorry. You put your team in bad situations. It's a lack of discipline on your part. I told myself I wasn't going to be mad and show this much passion. But the longer this game uh, it takes after this game, the more it just it resonates. And you look at and you say to yourself, why is USC's offense struggling at the end of the year? We understand why USC's defense struggles. But why is USC's offense struggling? Someone, answer me that question in the comment section. Because Lincoln Riley doesn't seem to address it after, the, after a game. It's always we're close. The offense and the defense can't surge together. What it comes down to is this is not a good team. They're not a complete team. They make, you know, you have freshmen who want to make plays and they make, they're making the same mistakes at the end of the year that they should be making, they're making at the beginning of the year. You want Zachariah Branch to make plays, but he's got to recognize when he can return it and when just to take the ball at the 25-yard line. Lack of discipline. We spend a lot of time talking together, you and I, and then we get fired up together on wins and losses, who starts and who sits. You can see it. You can feel my passion. I'm a little fired up right now. I'm trying to dial it back. 
but I am thankful for the connection that we have. And today I want to I want to chat to be a little bit more personal. I just learned that you can get a one-year supply on ED medications. You realize what that means? Bring on extended travel, bring on the next natural disaster or supply chain issue. You are covered. My friend, you don't have to worry about whether you can get your refill on Cialis or Viagra or Avasio. Jace Case has it. Jace Case Medical. Go online right now at Jace Medical and you can receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. And remember, use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. If you or someone you love would like to get some peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily med, go to jacemedical.com. See if it's offered for you. Remember to use promo code locked on, and you're, you're going to get $20 off your purchase. All right. So. A little bit more reaction before we get out of here. I'm going to have a lot more on this game on my Monday episode of Locked on USC. This is my post-game event. Get it out there. Let you hear what I saw type of stuff. Um, I thought USC's defense, despite giving up over 500 total yards of offense, they looked better, right? They only gave up 36 points. Oregon averaged 47. And I don't know if it had anything to do with USC's front four, playing a four-down lineman. But it they just looked more simplistic. They still have the big breakdowns. Talked about in the secondary. Tackling is still... I, I think it's what they need to do is stopping so lazy with their tackling. Again, we don't get to see what happens in practice. Early in the year, we saw them, you know, doing technique type of stuff with the rolling donut. We don't see how they tackle people. What I notice in this game, and it doesn't matter if it's a linebacker, a secondary, whomever, they tackle high. Everything's around the shoulders. And you're not going to bring guys down. So it's either bad technique is being taught or these guys are just lazy and they don't bend at the hips, they don't get low, and they don't drive through the guy. So that's why guys are always getting yards after contact. Happened again tonight. Oregon's running game. They held, the, like I said, they held Oregon below 200 yards rushing. But it's the yards after contact. When you got a guy in the backfield, don't let him spin out because you're tackling him around the shoulders. Let's just be glad there's just one more game left. And it is against UCLA. But they USC's got to find a defensive coordinator. And that defensive, defensive coordinator's got to find a staff that can teach technique. I'm not, I don't want to throw Sean Newell and Brian Odom and Dante Williams. And Roy Manning under the bus. But it's, it's it's hard to watch. You look at how other teams are able to tackle. And USC just looks pathetic. It's, it comes down to fundamentals. Technique. Guys diving at air. Looking to make a big pop. Instead of just wrapping up. 
And with that said, USC's defense looked better. They played with a little bit more confidence. If they can figure out the secondary, and here's the thing, even the announcers on TV, and it's what we've been saying, and they're saying it now, just pointing it out, because it's so blatantly, brutally honest. It's right there for everybody to see. Let's say USC has a third and six. Why is the secondary playing eight yards off the ball and then at the snap of the ball dropping into coverage? It's just, it's a terrible scheme, horrible concept. And USC creates a lot of their own frustration. And they, they just don't, they don't put their players in a position to succeed. And I know they had a short week. With that said, you so you, you can't do a whole lot to change, but you would think the first thing you can do, all right, we're going four-man front, give a two, three-man linebacker look, for cornerbacks, you're going to play press coverage. You get beat, fine. We'll have safety over the top help. But get your hands on somebody. That's it for this episode of Locked on USC. I'm going to save a lot of this more breakdown for my Monday episode. I want to give you a little bit of post-game reaction. Give credit to this team. They didn't fold. It could have it could have been ugly. I think everybody anticipated USC getting their butts handed to them in Oregon. They didn't. They played strong. They did they had a few mistakes. Oregon made more plays than USC did on offense. Bottom line, that's what that's what happened. So I'll be back with another episode. Head on over to wersc.com between now and then. Check out all the written content. Don't give up. You got one more game at the Coliseum. Be there, USC versus UCLA. So until that next episode, everyone, you know what to do.